<laughs> Our guest is in the building, Jared Molko, founder and CEO of Telos, a company set out to improve mass job placement and skill development for the entry-level workforce. Previously, he spent seven years at Google, where he worked in a variety of roles across Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. After taking over YouTube for South Africa and Sub-Saharan Africa, he grew the South African market substantially and uh, helped open up uh, new markets in Kenya and Nigeria. After three successful years in South Africa, he transferred to Paris to join the most prestigious product team in Europe as the mobile video product lead for Europe, Middle East, and Africa. During that time, he followed his passion for psychology and completed a master's degree in analytical depth psychology through the Pacifica Institution uh, in the U.S., majoring in is it archetypal and uh, mythological studies? That's right, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. He's recently returned to South Africa and has now turned his attention towards understanding the impact of artificial intelligence on people and business. Ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Jared Molko. Morning, Jared. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Rish. Great to be here. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. You describe yourself as a humanist. Yeah. What is a humanist, Jared? Well, I think, um, you know, with technology becoming more and more pervasive and we're walking around with these, you know, incredibly powerful computers in our pockets all the time. Yes. Uh, it's very, you know, easy to get um, overwhelmed by, by all of the technology that surrounds us and what we're exposed to. And, you know, coming from, you know, a psychological background, I think it's very important that we just keep in mind, you know, what is actually good for us in terms of, uh, a healthy, balanced life, uh, you know, psychologically speaking, mm. uh, making sure that we're not getting too much screen time, making sure that we're consuming content that, that is actually useful for us and basically looking at it from a more humanistic perspective in terms of how we can use technology to serve us, not us having to serve technology, which, which sometimes happens. So in a nutshell, what is a humanist? A humanist is a person who, who puts the, the human um, at the forefront of everything that we do. So our well-being is, is primary uh, yes. and technology is an enabler to, to help with our own well-being. Mm. What did it take for you to get to that, where you even pronounce, I am a humanist? Um, I think when you start looking at what's happening with, you know, you're, we're reading a whole bunch of research that's coming out about how social media and too much social media actually isn't good for us, yeah. uh, causes a lot of uh, anxiety and insecurity and even depression. Um, and, you know, we're, we're so exposed to, to so many people now. Um, I kind of took a look at what's happening, you know, in my internal world and thought, well, you know, something seems a little bit off, yeah. um, off balance. And I thought, well, um, let's take a bit, uh, take a look, uh, take a, a look deeper. And yeah, I got to this idea of, you know, being a humanist and, and putting the individual and the sure. human uh, first. Now, often when the subject of artificial intelligence comes up, two things pop into many people's minds, the Matrix <laughs> and the Skynet system in yeah. the Terminator movies. Should we be worried? Are we too far gone in terms of how much we rely on artificial intelligence, on automation? Are we becoming even lazy that we don't want to think anymore? Yeah, so I think that there's a lot to that question. Um, I don't think that we're too far gone. Yeah. And I think that whole, uh, you know, the sci-fi movies, you know, they're very sensationalized and dramatized. And, you know, that's what Hollywood does best. Um, 
you know, we are on a road to creating artificially general intelligence, which can essentially do anything that humans can do and more. Mm. Um, but what I think is most important is the decisions that we make now today are going to set us down a traje- trajectory and a path that we need to be very conscious of. We don't want to be creating a monster, let's say. Um, and what's very positive at the moment is that, um, you know, because of the recent backlashes um, with the likes of Facebook, Google, YouTube, and Amazon with, um, you know, these big tech companies deploying these artificially intelligent programs and they're not and them not working out the way that they should be. Yes. Um, you know, the, the conversation around ethics in AI, uh, morality in AI, um, values, um, you know, we're having to have a lot of the philosophical debates and conversations today. Um, which I think is very encouraging because ultimately what we want is we want to create something that's going to be beneficial to the human race, not essentially to wipe us out. (laughs) It's 20 minutes after six, the voice of TELUS CEO and AI expert, Jared Molko. If you have any thoughts, any questions even, get in touch. The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast. Music from Khalid, better. Khalid on Metro FM, this is Beta. It's 23 minutes after 6. We're talking artificial intelligence. Our guest is in the building, Telos CEO, tech humanist, and AI expert, Jared Molko. Earlier on, I asked the question, for instance, are we becoming lazy thinkers because of our smartphones, where you don't even remember cell phone numbers anymore? I used to remember every single phone number I knew. I knew that if I need to call Jared, his number is... You know, da 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 da. If I need to call my mom, I knew her number off by heart. Now, because you're dialing a name, we've stopped thinking. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally resonate with that. Um, my directional sense has become horrific ever since I started using GPS and Google Maps. And like, I can't even, I used to be able to, you know, navigate easily wherever I needed to go. And now I, I'm so reliant on, you know, these, 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 um, you know, uh, products. So I totally agree. I think that you know there there is a, a tendency to to hand over agency to a computer or to a, a, a software program that yes. can do stuff for you that you used to do brilliantly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I do think that people do need to watch out for that. Um, you know, as we move into this kind of technological age, the demands in a working environment are going to become more and more difficult, more and more demanding, and more and more complex, and we're going to have to use our brains even more so. And your brain is going to become currency. That's what they're going to start hiring you for. Absolutely. That you still think. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'd say that, you know, uh, as as much as, you know, it's easy to rely on technology, there's also amazing, like, um, applications out there that can uh, train you, you know, train you in in, in mathematics, train you in language, yes, train yes, you yes. in um, all sorts of wonderful things. So the education component around what is available um, out there is incredible. So it's, I suppose it's up to the individual ultimately. Time for your traffic. Here's Rob Busy. Thank you, Rob Busy. Chat to you in about um, 20, 25 minutes. We're hanging out with our guest this morning, Telos CEO and AI expert, Jared Malko. We're talking AI, we're talking the human race and survival. Maybe we're being alarmist, maybe we're not. James says, please ask Gerard what he feels about internet regulation. Should there be gatekeepers? Should, be, should governments be deciding for us what we can or can't see? On the internet. Thanks for the tweet, James. 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's a bad idea. Um, Why? What of the what of the children, Gerard? Yeah, well, well, I think you kind of you got to look at you know the free flow of information, freedom of speech, uh, you know, freedom of ideas spreading, which is you know paramount to to basic to, you know basic human right and to a functioning democracy. Um, as soon as you get into a situation where you've got gatekeepers on the internet, then it's a big question of well, who's deciding? Mm. Uh, who's deciding, and what the, what is their agenda? Um, and there's always an agenda. There's always an agenda, and you could be influencing, you know, having societal uh, ramifications of influencing people on such a scale that you know the internet reaches you know uh, two thirds of the world's uh, population, mm. and then all of a sudden you've got a small circle of people deciding what information people can and can't see. I think that becomes very dangerous could we ever use too much analytical software or too much ai linked services yeah yeah we can i think there's something that that i experienced in my time at google called analysis paralysis yes uh where you're analyzing so much that you don't know if you're you know coming or going um so i think that you know analytics and analysis is useful up until a point then we need to be able to zoom out and look at things holistically um you know you can drill in and see the details but then you have to be able to see the the whole picture and so if you're just bogged down by the details i think that you you can you can miss quite a few things so who decides about the extent of the analysis paralysis in corporations for instance at google yeah how did you guys deal with that yeah, I think um, you kind of have a sense of these things where yeah. you start to hit a brick wall and it's like, well, uh, you know, there's no route forward. Um, and it actually lands up leading to a whole bunch of confusion. The idea of analysis is that is for it to shed light onto a situation. Not to leave you worse off than before. Exactly, exactly. And so when, when there's just too many variant variations and computations, you know you're in that kind of state. It's 29 after 6. Interesting, exciting chat. Please weigh in. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. 6.52, Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Telos CEO and ex-AI expert Jared Molko is in the building. What does Telos do? What do you guys do at Telos? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I'm building a recruitment technology that is going to help uh, the hiring and placement of entry-level workers. Okay. Uh, so it's an assessment technology where you get to understand people's personality, vocational aptitude, um, and it's an assessment that works on any device from feature phone up, and then you can layer in that human insight into the recruitment process to make sure that the right person is hired for the right job. Yeah, because often systems forget to be human. Yeah. And without that human element, you'll find that some people might be excluded yeah. because the system only sees these certain inputs. Exactly. We, we're using very superficial cues and signals to hire people. Yes. You know, CVs are very general, and if you've got a bit of experience, that's great. But we're not layering in the individual, the character, the personality trait, um, all these kind of other aspects that make us who we are. Um, and if you are able to get that data in and then layer that in and, and use that data to inform the hiring process, uh, the quality of the hires and making sure that the deserved right person is actually hired for the job um, improves over time. For, for instance, if I'm hiring uh, my choices between two people who have the exact same marks, exact same qualification, but one comes from a poor background, one doesn't, I'm more likely to hire one that looks like they survived to get here yeah. than the one that 
probably got here much easier yeah but a system wouldn't tell that yeah and so so what you're pointing to is a, is a is a dimension called resilience or grit yes um and resilience and grit are very very good indicators of uh, high quality performance over time especially in demanding work environments exactly so if you can measure for something like that you can say yeah you know our work environment requ- uh, requires people that have got a lot of resilience mm. that can um you know dig deep and get their hands dirty and someone who maybe comes from uh, a more kind of privileged and easier background hasn't developed themselves in those kinds of ways and then you can actually make a more informed decision but you had a good innings at google Uh you did great work for youtube why would you leave such great corporations yeah um they're called the at google it's called the golden handcuffs um so you know it, it keeps you there because it's such a great place and they look after their staff but ultimately you know um i've always been an entrepreneur at heart and i feel like i've got a bit of a mission and i want to go out and help and improve other people's lives so eventually the you know it ran its course at google and now i'm out on the front lines trying to you know help help people out artificial intelligence why do so many people fear the direction it's going yeah, I think there's a, you know, general sense of anxiety around, you know, are we going to uh, be relevant in the future? Are machines just mm. going to basically usurp everything that uh, that we do and the are value they? that we create? Are they? I don't think so. Um, I personally don't think so. I think that we're a very long way out from that kind of actuality um, ha- happening. Mm. And it's all very speculative um, anyway. Um and um, I think, you know, looking at, uh, you know, if you look at what's happening with biotechnology and nanotechnology um, and you want to look, you know, 30, 50 years ahead into the future, the reality is, is that there's going to be a very good chance that humans may be able to merge with technology. Mm. Um, and so even though you've got these very artificially intelligent, you know, superhuman type of entities, um, who's to say that, you know, organic and inorganic life won't be able to merge together. And that's part of our natural evolution. Sure. What are the benefits of AI? <laughs> There's so many benefits. Um, I think uh, what, you know, AI in its current form, um, I think it's going to give back us our most precious and non-replenishable resource, and that's our time. Mm. Um, and we see that playing out with technology um, as a whole. Uh, you know, when you look at aspects of jobs that are automatable, everyone in their job will know that at least 20 to 30 percent of what they do is repetitive repetitive um, administrative um, and quite easily automated Mm. Um, and if that if those aspects of jobs are automated it'll give people back precious time that they can focus in on the more meaningful aspects of their job they'll find more satisfaction in the in the work that they do and the ripple effect of that will be that you know people will have smiles on their face they'll relate better to their wives their partners their children um, and so I think, you know, we stand to gain a lot by the time in which we um, will be able to to gain as a result. Um, and then on the other side of the coin is what AI does very well is it analyzes data um, and then comes out with predictions as to, to what the best next step may be or what may happen in the future. Um, and the the having foresight allows us to prevent all sorts of things that we wouldn't want to happen. But is our data free? For instance, I don't trust Facebook with my data anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, when I leave work, my phone says to me, if you're going home, it's going to take you 20 minutes. Mm. Like Mpo said earlier on, if I lose my phone, my data is gone. Mm. My habits are gone. Mm. My roots that I take home are gone. Mm. Are they in the right hands? Mm. Yeah, so these are all big questions. I think 
uh, you know, everyone's wisening up to the fact that our personal data carries value and we've been so easy to give that valuable uh, information away. Thinking um, it's a free app. Nothing yeah, is free. Nothing your data is free. your data is mine. Yeah, so if you're not paying for it, you're likely the, 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 the product. You actually. are the product, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then it boils down to, well, you know, do do the do the platforms or other services that you're using have your best interest at heart? And if you're aware of whether they do or they don't, then you can make more informed decisions as to how you use and utilize these technologies. Absolutely. That's the voice of Telos CEO and AI expert Jared Molko. More after the news at seven. Where's the future in terms of what you believe kids should be learning after high school, for instance? What would you put your kids through? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question. Um, I think that obviously having some sort of digital or, or technical um, knowledge is very useful. Yes. Um, a lot of people say, should I teach my kids coding? Uh, it's not as straightforward as that. If your kids are very analytical and they understand math and they're really good at that kind of numbers, um, then yeah, for sure, coding is going to be something that's mm. high in demand, data scientists, all those kind of things. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, as technology starts to automate a lot of the technical aspects of of, of the jobs that we do, mm. having a strong social intelligence actually becomes very important. So yes. how well do you communicate? How well do you influence? How well do you um, collaborate? Um, so I think there's a lot of uh, scope for people in the humanities, uh, social scientist side of, side, side of things mm. where... Um, you know, we're going to have to learn how to relate and engage with uh, each other as human beings, and that's going to become very valuable in its own currency. Yeah, because we, we're almost forgetting that. Yeah. That, uh, you know, uh, Jared says, I'm studying humanities. We think Jared is not one of the cool kids because <laughs> yeah. he's studying humanities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's been a stigma around, like, oh, you have to study one of the STEM subjects, yes. you know, yeah. science, technology, engineering, or, or uh, maths. Yeah. And, and that's not. You know, a lot of people now are talking about STEAM, and they're putting an A in there, and that's the arts. Oh. Um, and and so you know, having uh, you know an understanding of aesthetic design, um, literature, history, philosophy, mm. all of these things now start to become important um, as we start kind of delving deeper into all of the stuff that we're doing. Are there any good reads you'd recommend um, about AI, about where the world is going, human capital even? Yeah, yeah. So I think uh, a really good thinker in the space is Yuval Noah Harari. Okay. Uh, So he wrote the book Sapiens. So he's a historian. Um, But he recently wrote a book called 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. Okay. Mm. Uh, I think that that's a very good book. Um, And then if you want to go a little bit more sci-fi, Life 3.0. Um, that's a really good book by Max uh, Tegmark. Uh, okay. He's from uh, MIT, a uh, professor there. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, that, I'd recommend those to you. All right. In a nutshell, are we safe from AI? Are the machines going to kill us one day? <laughs> I mean, are we already, too much of our power? Um, already machines. we're dabbling uh, with autonomous cars, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Like, should we trust the machines, Jared? Yeah, so so I think we're going through a transitionary period. And, and the question is, should we trust the machines? And I think that that's the right question to be asking. Uh, if I was to distill my concern right now into one sentence, I use uh, this guy's name's Pedro Domingo. And he's also wrote a brilliant, brilliant book called The Master Algorithm. Yes. And he said his concern is not that computers have become too smart and taken over the world. We've become his, dumb. His, con- his concern is that computers are too dumb and stupid and already have taken over the world. Yeah. And so that's 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 where I'm at in terms mm. of where AI is. I think there's a long road to go in terms of what AI can and can't do. Yes. And we need to stop
stop handing full agency over to mm. these technologies that apparently you know we believe can tell us things that we don't know or, or know better than us yeah. um, we're not there yet we need to have human judgment we need to think critically we need to uh, apply reason and and all of the things that we've learned over the thousands of years that we've accumulated of common uh, you know conventional wisdom and I think that that's going to hold us in good stead uh, going into the future Amen brother where do we find Telos online? So we're currently in beta mode, so there's not much you can see online. No. Um, we're currently piloting our technology with some of the big uh, mass recruiters in South Africa, so very excited to see what uh, what happens there. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, um, probably in about a couple of months' time, you'll start to hear more about it. And then where do we find you online? Um, online, I'm at uh, Jared Molko, Jared underscore Molko on Twitter. Okay. Um, I think I'm most active on Twitter and LinkedIn, um, so you can find me there. Jared, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for sharing your insights and your concerns. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's Ladies and gentlemen, Telos CEO, tech humanist, and AI expert, Jared Molko.